You are listening to a sermon from Mission Point St. John. We hope this message encourages a deeper connection between you and Jesus, our Savior. Book of John, chapter 1, verse 44 up to 55. The Bible says, says, And now Philip was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip findeth Nathanael and saith unto him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said unto him, Can there any be any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip said unto him, Come and see. And Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and saith of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. Verse 48, Nathanael saith unto him, Whence knowest thou me? Jesus answered and said unto him, Before that Philip called thee, when thou wast under the fig tree, I saw thee. Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God, thou art the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said unto him, Because I said unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree, believest thou? Thou shalt see greater things than this. Last verse. And he saith unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you hereafter, ye shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Tonight, I want to preach to you that is entitled, Under the Fig Tree. Under the the fig tree. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you, Jesus, for your presence that is evident tonight in this place. God, I pray that let your word that we have read, God, liberate and take over this place. Hallelujah. Let it fulfill, hallelujah, your purpose. Let it not come back to you void, but let it accomplish, God, your purpose tonight. I pray for your presence. Also, God, to take liberty. God, anytime, Lord, you can move. You have liberty tonight, God. I pray and ask for your anointing tonight as your servant to preach your word. I pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Can we clap our hands to the Lord one more time? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Under the fig tree. Fig trees are native to the Mediterranean and Western Asia. It has been cultivated since ancient times and is now widely grown throughout the world, both for its fruit and as an ornamental plant. Well, this is based on Google. Well, who else is going to ask? <laughs> Google. Well, based on uh, I don't know. I haven't seen fig tree before. I don't know here, but I've seen there are some in Alberta. But 
Fig trees can grow up to 7 to 10 meters or 23 to 33 feet tall with smooth white bark. You can imagine, I remember the story of, in Mark 11 where Jesus cursed the fig tree. You can imagine how it would look like. And the Bible said in verse 20 that it, the tree dried up from the roots. That kind of tree, you know, that, God, that Jesus cursed because it's not bearing fruit. You can also remember, you know, in Genesis 3, 7, you know, fig trees has large leaves and they have three to five deep loads. In Genesis 3, 7, and it was the fig leaves that Adam and Eve used as an apron for the covering. Well, they didn't work out really well. Not a good idea. But, yeah, that's the leaf of fig tree that they used. But the phrase under the fig tree can be found in the rabbinical literature as a sign of peace, prosperity, security, rest, and worship. We can read in 1 Kings chapter 4, Verse 25, and Judah and Israel dwelt safely, every man, every man under his vine and under his fig tree. From then even to Beersheba, all the days of Solomon, there is safety. It's a sign of, if you're under the fig tree, it's a sign that there is safety. In 2 Kings 20, verse 7, it says that, and Isaiah said, take up a lump of figs. And they took him and took it and laid it on the boil and he recovered. There's also a symbol of or a sign of healing and recovery. In 1 Samuel chapter 30 verse 12, the Bible says, And they gave him a piece of cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. And when he had eaten, his spirit came again to him. It also a symbol, it's a sign of rev, uh, revival or it will revive or revitalize your spirit. In Micah chapter 4 verse 4, Bible said, But they shall sit every man under his vine and under his fig tree, and none shall make them afraid for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it it is a symbol it is a sign if you're under the fig tree, uh, fig tree there is a peace and assurance the fig tree would grow big and wide that creates shade during sunny days being under the fig tree is also a literal practice for Jews it was a common place for prayer, especially for young rabbinic students. A man would go under the fig tree and seek solitude, meditate, worship, and would study the Torah under the fig tree. It means that if you are under the fig tree, it symbolizes that you are being under you know, its shadow. Psalms 91 verse 1, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the 
Almighty. It represents that if you are under the fig tree, that the shadow, the shade, it speaks about the presence of God. You're being under the shadow of the Almighty. Staying under fig tree means you stay under God's presence. You allow His presence and to shadow to cover you. So when we read in John chapter 1 about Nathaniel, why Nathaniel would stay under the fig tree, the Bible did not really say exactly what he did. I don't know also. But based on the practice and based on the symbols in the Old Testament, the possibility was the reason Nathaniel was under the fig tree because he, he could be worshipping, could be studying, and meditating, and pouring out his heart's desire in prayer. But one thing is for sure, that when Jesus said, Nathaniel, before Philip called you, when you are under the fig tree, I saw thee. Church tonight, hallelujah. I just want to tell you, amen, amen, hallelujah, that, you are, that no matter the situation, that no matter what you do or no matter what, what is going on in our world today, you got to stay under the fig tree. You got to stay under the shadow of the Almighty. You got to stay, hallelujah, in His presence. You got to stay in your prayer room. Stay in your prayer closet, wherever it is. Allow yourself to be under the shadow of the Almighty. Because, hallelujah, God sees you. He sees you. Hallelujah. Keep on praying. Keep on studying. Keep on meditating His Word. Keep on worshiping Him. Hallelujah. Because just like Nathaniel, <laughs> He sees you. Hallelujah. There are some moments in our life we felt that we are unnoticed, that our ministry, that what we do is being unnoticed, that God doesn't hear us. He seems like He's silent at times. But tonight I have come to tell you, God sees you. He sees you. He notices you. Your labor is not in vain. Hallelujah. Keep on seeking God. Keep on seeking His presence. Keep on seeking His face. Hallelujah. He sees your needs. He sees your every trial. He sees every hardships that we experience. Every silent battles that we have in our lives. Every time we pray, every time you shed tears, hallelujah, in your devotion, in the wind, hallelujah, in late nights, hallelujah, early in the morning, when you cry, every time you intercede, hallelujah, for your family members, amen, every time you pray, amen, for, your, for the sickness, hallelujah, God sees you, He noticed you, He noticed you, hallelujah, He sees you, because in His presence, there is joy, there is safety in His presence. There is provision in His presence. Hallelujah. Under the shadow of the Almighty, there is comfort. You don't have to be afraid because He'll remove your fears. There is an assurance under the shadow of the Almighty. Hallelujah. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, the Bible said, And the earth was without form and void, and the darkness was upon the face of the deep and the Spirit of God moved upon the face 
of the waters. The word move there in Hebrew, it means that it uh, to brood or to hover. Like, just like the chicken to its little ones under his wings. That's why in Malachi chapter 4 verse 2, the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings. There is healing, hallelujah, that is available for you and I, hallelujah, if you stay under His shadow, if you stay under His wings, if you allow His Spirit, if you allow His presence, there is healing, there is restoration. He will revive your spirit. He will restore you. He will bless you. Hallelujah. Can I, come on, somebody. There is joy. There is peace. There is hope in His presence. Hallelujah, under the fig tree. Stay under the fig tree. There's also power and miracle that takes place in His presence. Mary experienced God's miracle in her life when she, was, when she allowed herself to be under the shadow of of the Holy Ghost, of the Almighty. In Luke chapter 1, verse 35, Bible said, And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also the holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. If you allow yourself to be under the shadow of the Almighty, under His presence, amen, there is a miracle. There is power. Hallelujah. Amen. If you allow yourself to be in His presence. Who likes cooking? I would do cooking sometimes. Have you tried, um, it's called marinating. You marinate your meat because if you, you, when you marinate the meat, it will uh, allow that to kind of absorb the spices and the flavors and everything. And, you know, before you cook it, you know, the aroma will linger in the meat. The longer you marinate that, the longer you put it in the fridge and set aside, it, it's uh, usually, it's preferably overnight. You allow it to marinate and let it stay. So be really be nice if you barbecue it or whatever you want to do. It'll make it really tasty. Have you considered yourself not being a meat? I'm not saying that, but have you considered yourself like marinating in the presence of God? You 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 allow yourself to be in the presence of God. You just stay there. You stay there. You stay there, you're, you're in the presence of God. You know, we, sometimes, usually when we pray, we right away just ask for, you know, for our needs and everything. I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong, but sometimes we can try also that when we come into His presence and just stay there. You just wait on the Lord. And, you know, you, 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 you're like you're marinating yourself and let, let, you know, let the presence of God, you know, you let it absorb your, your spirit. Let it absorb, you know, the, the, what is in the presence of God. Absorb joy. You absorb, you know, the, His goodness. Hallelujah. You absorb His peace. You absorb everything. You allow yourself. That's why when you go out in your prayer room, people will notice that you went into prayer room. 
because it lingers the aroma in the spirit. Hallelujah. The presence of God. Hallelujah. We just radiate out from you because you stayed hallelujah long enough in the presence of God just waiting on him you let your you let yourself to be soaked in the presence of God stay under your fig tree stay under God's presence and let the shadow of God hover you cover you hallelujah can we worship the Lord for a moment Hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't know about you, but the presence of God is in this place. I don't know about you, but the presence of God is in this place. I don't want religion. I don't want form. Yes, we need form. We need programs. We need all of those, yeah? But more than that, we need the presence of God. We need the move of God. Oh, we need the... We, we need the presence of God. And you know what? You know what? What's more interesting is not only Jesus sees you. It's not like Jesus is just, yeah, you're, you're praying, you're coming to the presence. He's not just like staring at you like, kind of like that. He's not like that. Not only Jesus sees you, but he also knows you. He also understands you. He doesn't only like stare at you and just, you know, nothing happened. But when he sees you, when you look at you, when he focuses on you, he notices things, small things. That's why he is a personal God. He knows every details of our lives. He's concerned about our fears, our insecurities, our troubles, things that have went out in our week, in our day, in our job. We've been stressful, you know. God knows that. And, and, and every time we go to the presence of God, we unload that. And God knows. He understands every weakness, every struggles. Hallelujah. Not only Jesus saw Nathaniel, but he knew who he was. Despite of his shortcomings, insecurities, and frustrations. Just like the other disciples, they were not all perfect when God, when Jesus called them. They were, they have different occupations, taxpayers, fishermen, statesmen, physician, all those followers of Jesus Christ in different levels and status and aspects of life. And they were not perfect. Their life was chaos. Their life was miserable. But Jesus called them. And just like Nathaniel, he was not, he's also not perfect. He had struggles, he had pains, burdens and sins, just like a normal human being, just like us in the Bible. We're also like that. But as soon as he saw Nathaniel coming, Jesus said, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. And when I read this, I've been kind of trying to ponder and think about, like, why would Jesus tell that to Nathaniel? Why would, you know, of all the response that he would say to Nathaniel, why would he say this? And I was kind of pondering this verse, and I imagine that when Jesus said that to Nathaniel, his voice is, you know, there's, 
the, uh, he's saying that being proud of Nathaniel. It's like, behold an Israelite indeed in whom there's no guile. There's a pride, a joy. I imagine Jesus saying that to Nathaniel. And then, 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 and then I understood the reason why he called Israelite on whom is no guile. Because an Israelite, it means that indeed you are the seed of Abraham. You, you came from a lineage or family of promise. No guile or the word guile means deceive or deceit. Now notice this, Israel's name before, his name's change was Jacob. And the name Jacob means deceiver, supplanter. It's a synonym of the word guile. So when Jesus declared that to Nathaniel, what Jesus was really saying to, to him was, Nathaniel, I'm proud of you. You are mine. I know you. You are no longer a deceiver, but you are a person that possess a promise. You are mine. That's why I'm proud of you. You are an Israelite indeed on whom there's no guile. God released Nathaniel's identity of who he was. Probably, this is not in the Bible, this is just me. But probably, Nathaniel, when he was under the fig tree, he was kind of meditating, full of insecurities, full of regrets, full of, you know, something that he's, uh, um, he's uh, uh, struggling in his life and pouring out his heart during when he was under the fig tree. God, God I'm, I'm not worthy. I am a sinner. I am, you know, I have done terrible things. Hallelujah. But as soon as Jesus saw Nathaniel, Jesus reversed his identity. No, you are an Israelite indeed. You came from the family of promise. You are, hallelujah, you are mine. You are mine. You are my people. And there's no guile in you. You are no longer the same way that you came. Hallelujah. But right now, here I am, the person that you've been looking for, that you've been waiting for, the Messiah. Here I am, Nathaniel. You found me. The one you're seeking. I don't know about you. Amen. That before we came to the church. Amen. We are not all perfect. We all have stories. We all have testimonies. We all have struggles and everything in this life. But when we saw, when we made Jesus in our lives, He changes everything. Hallelujah. That's why people outside, they may say, Yo, you're crazy. You're Pentecostals. You are so loud when you worship. You're crying and all the same time later on, you're laughing and jumping. You're all crazy. Well, I heard that from the Philippines early, the churches that, you know, people would just mock Pentecostal worship because they're all crazy. They're filled with the Holy Ghost and just dance and just you're being slain in the spirit. They're all crazy. I don't care if you call me crazy. I don't care if you mock my worship. I don't care if you only if you only knew where I came from. If you only knew my struggle. If you only knew my situation. If you only you, if you only knew, you'll know the reason why I dance. You'll know the reason why I worship. You'll know the reason why I sing. you know the reason why I came to the church and pray. I don't care if you call me crazy. Hallelujah. I want to be crazy for the Lord. 
Come on, let the redeem of the Lord say so. Let the, let the redeem of the Lord say so. Huh? They will not understand unless they experience the grace of God, the power of God when He healed you, when He saved you. Come, yes, mock me. Yeah, say that I'm crazy. I don't care. I'm going to still worship the Lord. I'm going to serve the Lord with gladness. There's a lot of crazy things outside of the world. You can only choose being crazy in the world or crazy in the Lord. I'd rather be crazy in the Lord. <laughs> oh, I thank God for His grace. I thank God for His mercy. I thank God for His love. <laughs> when I felt like I'm nothing, when I felt like I'm in the, you know, in the mud and in my sin and my struggles. <laughs> but because of His grace, but because of what He has done, we are here. Thank you, Jesus. That's why, that, 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 that's why Nathaniel, when Jesus said that to him, he said, O Rabbi, thou son of God, the king of Israel, he had a revelation of who Jesus was. At first, he said, can any good thing come out, out of Nazareth? He was doubtful. But when he met Jesus, he had the revelation of who he, Jesus really is. He understood there is revelation. There is revelation. We are no longer the person that we used to. We are redeemed, forgiven, delivered, set free. And we have the promise of God. We have a promise of God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to close. I'm going to give you favor. I'm not going to stay long here. <laughs> so, but I'm going to close, church. Give me a moment. And we worship the Lord one more time. Hallelujah. Uh, there is a thick presence of God here. Hallelujah. I want you to be sensitive in the spirit of God. I want you to be sensitive. It's time for us to be, you know. There is a thick presence of God in this place. In verse 51, the last verse. And he saith unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, hereafter ye shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the son of, son, son of man. This was a direct quote from Genesis chapter 28 verse 12 about the story of Jacob when he was having a dream in the land of Peniel. And there's a dream of a ladder from heaven to earth. And there's angel ascending and descending. Genesis 12, 8, uh, 12, 28, 12. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set upon on the earth. And the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending. That's what Jesus quoted in verse 51 of verse, in, in John 1. Not only Jesus saw Nathaniel. Not only Jesus understood and know Nathaniel, but Jesus was saying that, Nathaniel, I am the one you're sick, you're looking for. And now, 
I will show you and will perform it right before your eyes. The one that has been mentioned in the Old Testament, this is the fulfillment. I am now here and I will perform it and I will show you and you will see. Remember that this took place when Jesus is starting his ministry. And you can also already see in the, in the Bible that there's already been an angelic activities that have been already occurred in this ministry. And he was telling Nathaniel, Nathaniel, not only I see you, not only I understood and know you, but I will also show you. I will work in your behalf. I will perform my word. I will minister to you. The angels that is busy coming up and down. Hallelujah. That angel is not just being busy for the sake of busy. But I'm telling you, I'm going to minister to you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Watch me perform. Watch me fulfill the promises and the prophecies. Watch me show miracles and signs and wonders and preach and healing and everything and show compassion. I will show that you will see. Church tonight, not only Jesus sees you, not only he understands you, but he will fight for you. But he will minister in hallelujah and fulfill his word, his promises because he is faithful. Hallelujah. The struggles that we are facing, the battles that we are dealing right now, Jesus is saying, hallelujah, I will fight for you. The angels are available to minister to the heirs of the salvation. We have to also to realize, church, that the angels, hallelujah, in the Bible, they're not just like a mythical creature, whatever, in the Bible. They are released and used by, created by God to be an, what do you call it? The angel would assist and fulfill his, his plan, his purpose over his people. I, I kind of wonder sometimes that we have forgotten that the angels, you know, God has released angels right now in our lives, in our families, in our ministries. But we have forgotten that they have ministry. It's time for us to activate and partner in angels. You have to take authority and learn how to command angels and do the assignment that God has given unto them for us as His people. Angels have been released to minister to us. They're in angels. We have to partner. Sometimes we have just overlooked the ministry of the angels that they look bored. Just like standing there waiting for you to command them. It's like, well, I'm here, but it's not releasing me. Church, it's time for us to command or release and let the ministry and the assignment of the angels fulfill and minister to our needs. In conclusion, I want to read Zechariah chapter 3, verse 10. Bible said, in that day, saith the Lord of hosts, shall ye call every man his neighbor under vine and under the fig tree. There is an invitation. Invitation for us to be under the fig tree, under the promise of God, under the presence of God, under his shadow. Hallelujah. And as you sit and as you uh, stay in his presence, be still and know. That he is God and he will work 
and He will fulfill His word. Thank you for joining us today. If you want more information, connect with us on our website at missionpoint.ca. God bless you.